And what's up, y'all? And happy Sunday to y'all. This is the Technology News Talk, and this is the Rampage Review Show. And this is the continuation of Fighter Fest uh, Week 1. So this was a pretty good Rampage show. This is kind of uh, hyping up to uh, to Week 2 of Fighter Fest and hyping up uh, depth for Dishonored Pay-Per-View coming up uh, this, uh, this upcoming weekend. And um, before we get continue on, um, Let's welcome our uh, co-host uh, for for the, for this evening, uh, Mr. Leland Bedford. What's up, bro? What is good, everybody? Uh, I got allergies really bad today, Trico. Yeah. And these in in this Georgia weather, I got allergies really bad. So if I sniffle a couple of times, I do apologize. But this dander is getting to me. Yeah, it's getting it's getting crazy. Yeah, how's the uh, how's the weather in Miami? Uh, it's hot over here, but uh, I will say, yeah, everybody get y'all flu shots. Get y'all flu shot. I know, right? This is, uh, yeah, I need an allergy shot, man. This is the first uh first year to allergy like the dander and the pollen in the air kind of really affected me. Like I've been living here just fine, but this year, allergy city. Yeah, absolutely. So um, uh, let's get into the first match. So um. The House of Black got a new name, so it is now the Kings of the Black Throne. I guess that's that that name is used for um Malachi Black and Brody King. I guess yeah. that, that's the uh, that's what they named for the two of them. But I think when um when Buddy Matthews with them, then they they they're called House of Black. But for right now, as um as a tag team with Malachi Black and uh, Brody King, they are called the Kings of the Black Throne. So yeah, kind of interesting, but um. That, no matter of fact, they did use that name in the uh, PW um, yeah. league when they was teaming up. So that's, I kinda, that's their original tag team name. Their group is the House of Black, and that's the the organization that can allow more people in. But when they tag team, then it's the Kings of the Black Throne. Yeah. So the Kings of the Black Throne, they went they went against the, the Dark Orders, John Silver and Alice Reyes. Now. I thought this was going to be a trios match where you've already had him. Yeah. yeah, but this ended up being a tag team match. So it is what it is. But um, as you guys are, the uh, card, uh, card is subject to change. Yep. I don't know what, what, what happened with, um, with Adam Page and all that stuff. I don't know what happened. But um, it is what it is. But um, uh, uh, in the following, uh, in the final moments of the match, um, Reyes got a near fall after that uh, jet knife after on King with a German suplex from Silver. Black came up on the top rope with a with a drop kick to break up the the fall. Silver went for the spinning doctor on Black, who escaped and hit the black mask on Silver to send him out of the ring. Black and King hit uh, Dante's uh, Inferno on Reyes to get the pinfall. So. This was a pretty good outing, and um, I think uh, Dark Order is still in um, in the top five as uh, in according to the tag team uh, rankings. I think they're still in. Dark. I think so. I think they're still up there. I can take a look. I can Google it real quick. Uh, but I think I do think they're up there. <laughs> but no, uh, this match I thought it was going to be a trios match, but then uh, like it wasn't. Uh, yeah, they are the number four. 
Number four, yeah. John Silver. Okay, and then uh, where the House of Black Greg got? Oh, wait, this is an old one. They haven't updated it yet. This is before Swerving and One. So before July 13th, or as of July 13th, before Dynamite, they were number four, and Private Party was number five. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs was number two. Keith Lee was number three. And then FTR was number one. So I don't know what the current rankings are. Okay, so the, this might change after this week. So, um, but um, after the match, as the uh, Kings of the Black Throne, aka House of Black, walk up to, to, to the back, Darby Allen flew off on the top of the entrance tunnel onto Brody King. Sting came out and had a stare down with Black on the entrance stage, which is kind of referred to as a chess match. While Allen and King brought uh, the, the, through the crowd. Now, this this gets interesting. But um, before I get my thoughts on that, let's get into another um thing that 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 got this one interesting. Um, after that, uh, Miro wanted to know if his guys sent him to the House of Black to destroy or recruit him. Now, I know that um Brody King. Is in a feud with Darby Allen, but will Miro get in a feud with uh with Malachi Black, or will he be the new member of the House of Black? No, I don't see the Redeemer being in the House of Black anytime soon. I do see bringing him in a little bit because it's like the House of Black is a trio with you know Matthew when he's there, um, but then you know. If you got Darby and Sting and Miro, then they can go against the House of Black, you know, as a temporary, you know, trio team. That the enemy of the enemy is my friend scenario. Right. Yeah, I that's a that's a definitely what I see this uh, see this going. So that'll be definitely interesting. Uh, now, do I see Sting being in it full time? Nah, Malachi, yeah, they'll tear Sting old self apart. <laughs> mm. but we'll see but um we got our all-age world championship match with uh Jonathan Gretchen defending against uh, Lee, uh, Lee Monterey so they had the uh all-age uh, presentation with the uh with their ring announcer and their one of the comment commentators were re re representing this match so um uh this was a uh, this was pretty good but um and um after uh the break, Escalador referred to the match as another chess match and having been as many chess matches itself. But um Marardi got a nice throw suplex out of the armbar. Marardi hit a great drop kick and got a single underhood suplex with a bridge for a near fall. Russia kept going to attack Marardi's arm. Marardi got another near fall off a cradle, but Gresham trapped him into the octopus and stretch it for, for the submission. And then um, after the match, Tony Savarni interviewed Gresham, who promised to be on AEW Red Page every week. Gresham called himself the best technical wrestler in the world. And after he said that, and before you know it, Claudio came out, who has never held a world championship, came out and taught Gresham Gresham on the stage. And then before you know it, we got our main event for um, Jet Before Designer. It will be Jonathan Gresham 
defending the RH World Championship against Claudio. Man, I could definitely see this being Claudio's first World Championship win. So, look, I mean, why not? Remember last week we were talking about, like, it can't be Moriarty and Gresham as the freaking main event, right? Like, no. that just wasn't going to fly, and that's why he put that on, you know, Rampage. Um, but Claudio is a name where people might want to buy that pay-per-view. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see that match. Gresham versus Claudio? Come on now. And then a return home for Claudio with Ring of Honor? Like, that's dope, you know? Yo, Claudio's having about to have a good run. I've seen a lot of people, like, trying to say, like, give it two months, he'll be on Dark. And I'd be like, yeah, and that'd be one of the most watched dark episodes ever because dude's a freaking star. Nah, not with not as long as he's with the uh, the Black Blue Comic Club. He's not gonna be uh, in dark anytime soon. Oh, not at all. They, I, that's, that's coming from that, you know, the 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 haters, AEW haters. They say stuff like, yeah. I'll be seeing the little memes and stuff. Um, but like, that's just them because they're mad because Claudio is gonna have a chance to actually wrestle the kind of match he want to wrestle, cut the promo he want to cut, and then take all the experience that he has and be a superstar over in the Ring of Honor and AEW world. Yeah, uh, exactly. So um, this is, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to, uh, to this main, uh, to this, the, to the main event or depth before this honor. So I definitely see this as Claudio's first world championship win. But Bro, it, we'll- doesn't, it doesn't even matter about any of the other matches like right now. It's like, is Briscoe's FTR Claudio versus Gresham? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. The the Eula Wita uh, and um, Garcia, that's going to be a banger. But those two right there are the two big main events. Listen, if Death Before This Honor can, uh, can top Super Connor Honor, boy, it's going to be a great uh, pay per view. And um, for those who's going to uh, buy the pay per view, your thirty dollars gonna be worth it. Your thirty dollars gonna be worth. It. Oh, facts. I'm thinking about getting it. That's my. That'd be my first Ring of Honor pay per view I ever bought. Yeah. So I'm uh, definitely so, looking. The marketing yeah. is working. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, definitely looking forward to that. And um, so um, after that, Christopher Daniels called out Jay Lethal in the defense of Samoa Joe, and uh, this probably will be a rampage match uh, for next week. And um, when I look at his promo, I saw he got like a red eye on uh, on his uh, other eye. I'm like, whoa, that's kind of scary there. That's kind of scary. Right. Yeah, yeah. look at a little rough. I don't know if that was for real or that was just a um, a character that he's doing. I don't know if that was real. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I didn't even but, pick um, that up. I don't know. But uh, I feel that uh, Christopher Daniels might be in Samoa Joe's corner. Oh, the that, eye um, thing. Yeah, okay, my bad. Now I just figured out what you were talking about. Yeah, he's been doing that, like, on B- BTE, too, like, wearing the red eye. Like, uh, I think it's from, supposed to be, like, an injury from, a like, that last match he had with the Young Bucks. Um, he's been, like, just carrying that gimmick over. But he's been doing that on all the BTE videos when he had the BTE belt. Um, against Adam Cole, it was he's been wearing it the whole time. Okay, that makes sense. And um, but like I mentioned before, I think he's gonna be in Samoa Joe's corner at um at Death Before Dishonor. I didn't even so, like to see the fallen angel out there. 
Yeah, because uh, Joe's going to need backup. Because you got um, a giant and another uh, a guy uh, in um, uh, lethal's, uh, in your challenger's corner. Boy. You got a giant? Yeah, you're going to need a little bit of help. Yeah. So um, after that, we got Chris Stadlander and Athena against uh, two another um, uh, re re uh, the Regenio sisters. But um, it's whatever. But um, Athena and Stantlander hit them both with drop kids before the bell. Athena and Stantlander took out Robin out with a cold breaker, out of another electric chair drop. Then Athena hit uh, shot with a old face, her top rope cutter, as you guys already know, you know, with the uh, uh, top rope stunner the, for, for the eclipse for the pinfall. And then uh, after the match, Leah Gray, who's been watching for ringside with the other baddies, confront Athena. Athena and Statlander attack Gray, but Jay Cargill and, Ke and Keanu Hogan ran in and say Gray, taking out both Athena and Statlander easily. It seems like this might have been a plan. Stokely Hathaway had it in mind for Gray, but she basically sacrificed herself so C Cargill and Hogan can get the jump on, on the baby faces. So Cargill seems more pleased with Gray than she was on Wednesday uh, on Dynamite. So does this give uh, Layla Gray her stats as a baddie, or does she still need to prove herself? I mean, Jade came out to help. Karen Jade came out to help. You know, at the end of the day, last week I, I, I was saying, where is Athena? And where is Statlander? And here they go. And they didn't get much TV time. I was a little disappointed that they didn't get much TV time this week. Um, so uh, good to see them focus on the story. It looked like this might be a story just for Rampage. Um, it looked like it's carrying over to Dynamite, uh, which doesn't make sense. So Dynamite is like TBS. <laughs> and she's a TBS champ, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I'm glad to see them on TV. You know, at least we pay all that money for Athena. Let's have her on TV. Uh, but it looks like they're that that um the baddies like uh Gray is growing on them. I mean, they came out to help her. They could have just watched her get beat up the whole time, but they came out to help her. So is she kind of a baddie now? Was that her earning her stripes? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh yeah, but um. Like I said before, this is all leading to either Athena or whoever gets a title match first but for them to get a title match first on a, on a, on a special uh, Dynamite episode or Rampage uh, episode. It's all going to be the same, uh, no matter what the theme is. But um, yeah, it's just a matter of who gets the title first and then like if one fails, then another one will be the actual one to dethrone Jane Cargill. That's the way I see it, but um. It doesn't matter how it's gonna go. I mean, if it was up to me, Jay to have her shriek until at least a hundred. Nah, I'm just joking. She needs to, it's time to put her, you know, down a notch and uh pass that belt off. But at the same point in time, you know, if 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 it's working, why, you know, why mess with it at the same point in time, you know? So um having her have a loss, I think it's like the taker, you know, when taker lost his streak, he just felt a little weird afterwards, you know, it's like, eh. I guess every streak is meant to be broken. So I think Athena might, Athena should be the one. She's the one with the most skill, the most experience and the, 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 the most name. 
So I think she should be the one to do it. It's like when Oscar's uh, streak came to an end. Yeah, and Goldberg is another one. Right, right, right. And I think that I seen I seen something that says she officially passed Goldberg's streak. Nah, Goldberg had a hundred. Nah, well, like official, like on TV wins, because like what they did with the WCW days is like one week on one week on uh, Nitro, they'll say he was like sixty and zero, and then the very next week they'll say he's eighty and zero. So like they was just kind of like filling in numbers. So as far as the on TV wins, uh, where people actually saw the wins, Jade has passed Goldberg. Mm. Interesting, right? Mm. But we'll see. And um, let's see there interview Lee Moriarty after his uh, loss. Uh, Stokely Hathaway interrupt to offer Moriarty his services as a manager. But Matt Seidel cut chase him off. But uh Leori looked kind of interested at the moment. But um Seidel made a match for Mer- Lee Moriarty against Dante Martin for week two of Fighter Fest on Rampage next week. Uh, Martin appeared to shake his head with Moriarty. I hope this will this will turn both turn on Seidel next week. So um the way I'm saying it is that um that Lee Moriarty and Dante Martin turn on Seidel on this one. But um, I don't know how it's going to end uh, next week, but we'll see how it goes. I don't know. It'll be a good match, though, between the two of them, that's for sure. Yeah. And um, Tony Cervani interviewed Billy Gunn and the Gun Club. Billy admitted to treating the acclaim better than his own sons, but sometimes Daddy A has to, to drop the hammer. This brought out the acclaim, who wasn't there to rap. They was out there to fight. Uh, JR, uh, even JR said, yo, listen, on commentary. That, uh, that was funny. <laughs> and uh, Billy tried to get the acclaim to scissor him one more time, but Bowens hit Billy with a super kick instead. The acclaim clotheslined the gun club out of the ring, and Matt Caster rapped about Billy Gunn being... Hung like a tentpole, Bowens challenged the guns to a match right now, but the guns declined. The acclaim were hugely over at this one, so this officially, um, they are officially a baby faces right now with this uh, with this segment alone, and this was great. Yeah, one one note about this is they came out of the baby face tunnel. At their in their interest, they came out in the babyface tunnel, um, and this is like their babyface gimmick, and I like it. Like their whole, like uh, the whole setup they had, like their the scissor, the the build up to the scissor, like that's their babyface gimmick. And I think you know who I think really helped them in all of this is Billy Gunn. I think Billy Gunn helped them put together their act, put together their their gimmick. Uh, I mean, who else better to teach? Then Billy Gunn, you know, member of the DX, you know, who had a whole spiel, like, you know, like those are the guys who's going to help put together that act that's going to help the acclaim go off. So when a claim, you know, three years from now is talking about how they're the great, one of the greatest tag teams, it's going to be all thanks to uh, Billy Gunn. Yep. And um, we just can't wait to see when that match is going to happen. That's it. But, um, 
So we got a couple of announcements for uh, the for week two of uh, Dynamite, uh, this coming Dynamite. Um, John Moxley and Willie Udoff will face the best friends. And um, Lee Moriarty and Dante Martin was announced for um, next Friday's Rampage of, of, week, of week two Spider-Fest. And then um, the RH World World Championship match was made official. Jonathan Gresham will, will defend against um, uh, against Claudio. Dope. So, um, so in the uh, pre pre match uh, uh, main event promo, Pirate Party made it known that they were having a hard time getting a hold of Jade, but they did see pictures of the wedding. El Idolo and Jose display all the matches that they took off of the Lucha Brothers over the last uh, the few weeks. So, um, then I, Mark I, Henry hit that line. It's time for the main event. But listen, <laughs> I don't understand this. Like, why Andrade is back with Private Party? Like, I don't understand this. I thought we were over this. Like, like Private Party, they need this to be, uh, they need to be on their own or be with somebody else. Like, I don't understand this. I don't, I don't get it either. I think I think it's time. Why like the the main event could have just been Private Party versus Phoenix and uh, and uh, and uh, I mean the Lucha Bros. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't get it either. I'm with you on that. One. It's time for them to separate and be their own team again. Yeah, but we all know this is leading to um, the Lucha Bros against uh, uh, Andrade and Rush, but and then Private Party was just a three third wheel in this situation. It's just a thumb. Yeah, yeah. I, I I see what you're talking about. But um, at, at, after the break, Penta hit a, a sling blade for Tears of World Batbreaker take to take control. He got the tag for Phoenix, who threw Isaiah Cassidy for a ver, reverse power bomb with a leg drop. Mark Quinn at the same time. Cassidy hit a crossbody on the Phoenix while he was on Quinn's shoulders for the near fall. Private Party hit a, a time of job with, to a near Nagi. Penta tried to come out the top rows with a crossbody and slipped badly. Penta hit Ka- Cassidy with a g- gamer girl uh, on, into the corner, then used a death body driver to set Quinn to Cassidy in, in the corner. Penta got a near fall on Quinn at the, the May in Japan for a near fall. Jose jumped in onto the ring and break to distract Penta, but uh, Ambrose pulled him off the apron and started a brawl. Penta superkicked Andrade off the ring apron. Rush, Rush, Rush ran in and tried to attack Penta behind the referee's back. The interference backfired, though. I think that was kind of like the idea for, was for Rush through Penta into Quinn, but the momentum turned into a Canadian destroyer on Mark Quinn. Phoenix then hit the uh, black fire driver onto Quinn and then got the pitfall there. So um, after the match, there was a, a, a dissension between uh, Andrade, Rush, and Private Party. There was. And that's why Private Party to be on the on the I will say during this match, man, Private Party didn't look as good as I wanted them to look. Um, it was a couple of missed spots, a couple of botches, and I really believe in private party as a tag team, but I do feel like they need to be, you know, a little more serious, you know, um, 
I think in the tag team division that they're in, I think it's time to kind of have more of a serious take to these guys. And like you, like I said, like break them away from everybody, let them go on their own, let them go on their own path, but also see a little bit, you know, more of a serious side to these guys. And I think they'll be able to stand out a little bit more. Don't get me wrong. I love Isaiah where he screams and everything. Um, but I don't want them to just be a clown act, you know, every time they come out there. Um, because I want I want people to really take them seriously because they're hell of a they're hell of hell of a talent. Yeah, um, the main event was kind of uh was kind of sloppy. They they weren't on the same page at times, and um the finish was kind of messy at times, but um um Gresham and Moriarty match didn't uh didn't do it for me until cardio came out and then like oh yeah that got me excited for the pay-per-view but um what's really got me excited and um if you guys go to the AEW YouTube page you'll see the um the table discussion with FTR and the Briscoes where they share um a drink and then the uh the agreed on to be a two out of three false match Ooh. for the uh for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship. So you guys go check that out on on you on you on the AEW's YouTube page. Yeah, it'll be a great six uh, great six minute videos of your life. You're gonna like it. You're gonna like it. Nice, nice. I gotta I gotta go look at that. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, go check that out. I'm like, oh my god, that got intense. So what do you think about Rampage? Uh, it was okay. Like, um, uh, the only good good match um out of this was the um the the House of Black and the um and Dark Order, and that's it. Okay, I like that. Um, I think that was a good match. I did like the Gresham and Moriarty match. I think it was very technical. I like the back and forth, the the, the chain wrestling. Um. Really excited about Claudio being a, in, in, in a death before this member, uh, death before this honor. Um, so I'm looking forward to that now. Um, and yeah, the acclaim thing was nice. I like to see their baby face, their baby face uh, gimmick come together. Main event, a little sloppy, but it is what it is. Time for Private Party to be on their own and be their own team again, I think. Uh, but other than that, pretty dope. I like a uh, pretty good episode. I was entertained. Oh, and I liked the that Athena was on TV for three minutes. I need it to be 10 minutes next time, please. Yeah. But um uh we can't wait for um uh for, for week two of uh, Fighter Fest and uh it's definitely uh shape me up to be another uh uh great show and uh leading up to Death Before Dishonor. So we'll see you before then. Uh, but for right now, he is Leland and I'm Trico and we're signing off and we'll see you on Wednesday. Peace. And we'll see you all when.